You know, he's got to be bored of unemployment if he's doing this shit. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. Of course. And that's it. Now, let's do this. It's time for Anthony Does a Podcast. All right. Well, (laughs) if you're listening to this, welcome to me doing a podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'm an unemployed radio DJ. Yes, I say unemployed because that's what I'm doing. I'm cashing unemployment checks. Before I got unemployed, I was doing really well in life, I'd like to think. Um, I had a dream job with a great co-host, and then all of a sudden the pandemic hit, and life got twist turned upside down, like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you know. Then life got twist turned upside down. So I guess where I want to start is, is defining what this is and what this is going to be for me. I think... For the longest time, I had to create content for you, the listener. I had to create content for moms in their minivans on their way to soccer practice or, you know, the single girl on the way to the bar at night when I was doing the Saturday night show in Detroit. Um, That's not what this is going to be. I think this for me is going to be more therapeutic than anything. And if you listen to it and you like it, subscribe to it. You know, you can find me on SoundCloud. You can find me on Instagram at Anthony Does Radio. Even though I don't do radio anymore, um, but that's what this is going to be. It's going to be funny. Um, at sometimes this is going to get serious. Uh, it's going to be all encompassing. If I want to talk about sports, I'm going to talk about fucking sports. If I want to talk about how much I don't like LeBron James's hairline, that's what I'm going to talk about. And if I end up getting too political, or if I end up getting too sportsy, you know, you're always welcome to feel free to. To reach out and tell me, you know, hey, I want you to talk about this or I'd like you to talk about that. But for the most part, this is just going to be me creating content for me. And this is really the first time that I've done this since I went to broadcasting school. You know, since I was doing a podcast with a couple of my classmates, you know, the two and a half black men show because I was the half, you know, I was the white guy. But I was like the half black guy because I'm like a cool white guy. I don't know. It was their joke, not mine. (laughs) Um... But yeah, this is going to be creating content for me. And if you don't like it, then that's fine. But with what's going on in life right now, I think I just needed to be pushed to this point. Um, After I got laid off, I took some time to myself. I fell in love with an amazing girl. And I really did think that I would be back at the radio station. And if you listen to me out here in Washington, you know which one I'm talking about. I thought I would be back. I, they, they told me, no, they were bringing me back. You know, there was no other doubt in my mind. So I ended up staying in Washington. And at the time that I got laid off, you know, nationwide, there was only 27,107 cases with only 349 deaths going on with the pandemic. On Christmas Day, there was 19 million 187,217 cases with 337,866 deaths. That's fucking unreal. And I think it just speaks to what the hell is going on in this world right now and why people like me aren't back to work. You know, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to offend you, but if you're one of these fucking people who believe that you're a patriot for not wearing a mask. No, you're just a fucking asshole. 
It's not an infringement on the Civil Rights Act of 1964. You're just being a fucking douche and preventing people like me from doing what I love. I loved my job. I loved waking up and doing a show with Rika. And yes, we'll get to that in a, in, in a few episodes probably, but Rika will be on the show. She will be doing a pod with me and we're going to talk about everything. But I had a fucking phenomenal life. And I'm not saying that my life sucks now, but shit, I loved it. I woke up every day loving what I did. Me and Rika had 50,000 people like that Facebook page. We had hundreds of thousands listening every single day. From Umatilla to Walla Walla, we were the number two radio show in the region. The only other one who was better than us was in our own company, and that's Adam and Jen. We were a well-oiled machine. So for all of this to come tumbling down and for me to lose my job because of COVID, yeah, I was pissed. And yeah, I was a little upset. And I think I just needed to go through what I needed to go through in order to arrive at this point. So like I said, the day I got laid off, 27,000 cases roughly with only 349 deaths. You know, like I said, Christmas Day, 19 million cases and 337,000, you know, odd deaths. And... For the people who want to say, oh, I'm a patriot, I, I, don't want wear, I don't like wearing a mask, I'm breathing my O2, you know, you realize that literally that amount of casualties from COVID-19 is literally 113 9-11s. It's literally 140 Pearl Harbors in terms of death. So no, I don't think it makes you a patriot that you're refusing to wear a mask. I actually think it's the most anti-American fucking thing that you could do right now. And this shit is not getting any better. It's going to get a fuck ton worse before we can ever get back to normal life. So that's another reason why I'm doing the podcast. You know, I just think that I miss creating for creating sake. And I think this will give me the freedom and the liberty to just kind of do what I want to do and not have to worry about cum numbers and you know apq you know average per quarter hour listener and what is she thinking in her car what is he thinking in her car hey coming up in six minutes i'm gonna tell you what justin bieber's gonna do with selena gomez it's just i'm happy to be back doing what i love best which is just getting behind a mic and you know again just all these casualties it's piling up and we're getting to the point now where come probably, I would assume, sometime before February, we are going to eclipse the amount of casualties that we lost from World War II, which was 416,000. And that's fucking unreal. It's unreal that we're even in this predicament, that I'm even doing this. I'm sitting in my kitchen. I got a cat in heat that I got to go get fixed. And she's purring at the top of her lungs like, Somebody come fuck me now. I'm literally doing this from home. Because fucking people just can't wear a fucking mask. So that's where I'm at. And I'm one of 12 million people who are currently unemployed due to this pandemic. And I want to talk about that a little bit too. And we'll get to that in a couple you know, episodes. And we'll really dig through the numbers and see what happened. But, you know, for the people like me who were working in radio before this, you know, I just think that... You know, with radio consolidating the way it is, you know, this is going to be the route that we're going to have to go, guys. I mean, 
there's really no other way I can say it. You know, if you're someone like me who was working a morning show job and you were doing just fine and then all of a sudden you get clipped and get replaced by Ryan Seacrest, like, you can't just sit on your ass because I got news for you. We're not going anywhere until at least July, maybe August. And look, I'd like to think that with all the problems going on out there, well, I'd like to think I have some of the answers. I'm just done focusing on what I can't control. I can't control this. I can't control people in these fucking Karens not wearing a mask. I really can't. But what I can control is my attitude. I can control what I do here. So this is what it's going to be for a while. I'm going to work hard to get you guys content almost every day. If not, three times a week. I think that's reasonable because now, like I said, I have a girlfriend and she has two kids. And yeah, I'm co-parenting, oddly enough. We'll talk about that too in, <laughs> in a couple of episodes, I'm sure, you know. I went from being this fuckboy, you know, running around the Tri-Cities with my dick hanging out of my pants, and now I'm helping to raise two kids, and I absolutely love it. It's been the most rewarding feeling on the planet. Sitting there and waking up every morning, making these kids breakfast, taking them to school, it's been awesome. It's been what I've been missing in life, to be honest with you. So that's kind of where I'm at with the whole COVID and the pandemic thing and what this podcast is going to be. You know, I don't, I know I'm rambling, but this is what I want it to be. I want it to be out there. I want it to be creative. I want to just create content for me again. And that's what we're going to do. All right. So now I would like to address um, some of the questions that I've gotten since March. It's literally been since March 25th that I've been unemployed. You know, I was used to talking to you guys every morning. I was used to being really active on my Instagram and really active on Twitter and connecting with you guys. And since then I've kind of gone MIA and you know, it's under, I, I hope you would think that it's understandable. You know, I lost my fucking job and you know, you know, what's the purpose of talking to people if you know, I'm not getting paid to talk to people. So a few of the questions that have popped up in my, in my Instagram DMs, this is what I wanted to do for the first episode. Um, why did you lose your job? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you, you ain't got the answer, Sway. You'll have to ask them what happened. Um, I stayed here under the premise of me having a job. I stayed here under the premise of, hey, we're going to lay you off or furlough you for 90 days. And we hope to bring you back sometime in July. And I was also told, well, you can leave. You know, we want you to stay. Anthony, we want you to be here. We love you. But we understand if you need to move on and find another job. But I actually liked it here. I like living in the Tri-Cities. As much as I bitch about it to my friends back home, I actually like living here. The winters aren't harsh. You know, it's nice in the summertime. It's awesome down by the water. I liked it here. I legitimately liked living here. So I stayed. And come September when I didn't get hired back, I demanded my severance. Because fuck that. That's my money. You don't get to just hang on to my money. So I collected my severance package in September and I've been here ever since. But no, I don't know why I lost my job. I cannot give you definitive answers to that. Um, another funny one has been, does Rika hate me? No, Rika Janelle Robinson does not hate me. <laughs> um, she had no choice in all of this, guys. You know, as much as Y'all want to speculate and say, oh, well, she's had co-hosts leave before and she'll have them leave again. Like, 
Rika is my older sister. And not only that, but I'm dating her best friend. You don't think that this woman would have any interest in my self-interest as well and making me happy? You know, so I just think that question's kind of ignorant. No, she doesn't hate me. We don't hate each other. You know, was there a time where I was skeptical of her? Absolutely. And I can't wait till she comes in and does the pod with me because I want to talk to her about these things. I want to sit down and actually, like, have a conversation about what happened on her end. Because I wasn't in the building for six months. I don't know what was said. I don't know the conversations that took place. But no, I don't hate Rika. And Rika doesn't hate me. We hung out the other day and it was fine. Everything's cool. So, no, she doesn't hate me. Um, what has been going on with me? When can you get back to doing radio? Um, I'll start the, with what's been going on with me. Um, I started dating a girl, an amazing woman named Desiree Rose. She's fucking unbelievable. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, she has two kids, so I'm co-parenting now. I know. Go figure. Mr. I don't want kids and I can't stand the sight of kids. Uh, I actually love them. <laughs> it's been really fun. Um, I wrote a book. Time out real quick. If you're listening to this and you know someone in the publishing game, please give them my Instagram or give them my Twitter or give them my goddamn phone number. I just need help editing this. I'll self-publish it. If no publishing house wants to touch it, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll self-publish it. I'll take the debt out. But I just need someone to help me get over the editing hump. It's titled <laughs> – the title's really funny. It's called Fuck Boys Have Feelings Too. And I know Des has been adamant, like, you should totally, like, read excerpts and, like, you know, read funny moments from your book because that would be funny on a podcast. And I'm just like, all right. All right, sweetie. I don't think they want to hear that. But, um, yeah, I, I wrote a book. It's awesome. It's my fucking life. And I absolutely loved it. It was a great process. It took me 16 days. And then, <laughs> funny story. So I write this book and I finally get done. It took me 16 days. I was doing uh, one day of writing on and then I take like a day off and just kind of chill and relax. On the last day when I finished the final chapter, Des came over and... I had this thing back in college where after I was done with, you know, doing like a 10 or 15 page essay, I would go out and I would buy a fifth of booze, you know, whatever it was. It could have been Jameson. Um, I was really big into like Popov vodka because I was super fucking cheap. Uh, fifth of Jaeger. But anyway, so I buy a fifth of Tangeray and <laughs> I also got some orange juice with it. And when I tell you I got litty titties, I mean, my ass was out. I was crawling around the apartment. I drank the entire fifth. And I was, I was crawling around the apartment like a baby, you know, just <laughs> like moaning, apparently. Des has this on video. If I ever get brave enough, maybe I'll post something from that. But she <laughs> just records me. Crawling around the apartment naked like a baby. <laughs> it was it was one of the funniest moments of my life. And I thank God that Des was there because I probably might have needed medical assistance had she not been there. But um, no, so I wrote a book. Uh, I, I really love it. Fuck Boys Have Feelings too. Hopefully coming to a store near you. Um, the other part of that question was, will I ever get back into radio? Look, I don't know. I can't answer that question. 
right now with what's going on in radio, you look around the country and you're seeing it unfold right in front of you. You know, if you're listening to this in Detroit, you know, Mojo in the Morning just isn't in Detroit and Grand Rapids anymore. He's in a bunch of different markets. You know, if you were listening, if you're one of the listeners out here in Washington, Jubal, when he left Brooke, now he's on his own and doing the show with his wife. But newsflash, this guy's in like 12 different markets already. It's happening all over the country. Radio is consolidating. You know, it just is what it is. It's buckling. And right now there are these jobs, you know, just like here in the Tri-Cities. I can't tell you how many times I've had to look online and see my former employer searching for someone, a candidate in the country to come to the Tri-Cities and take this job. But they're not hiring right now. They'll put the post out there. I can't tell you how many jobs I've applied to. Hundreds, at least, in, at, at this point, since I was actively looking in you know August and September. It's well over 100. I've had a couple of nibbles. I've had a couple of good interviews. But no one in, in their right mind right now is lunging to hire somebody at a radio station. All the advertising dollars are gone. That first round of stimulus, that PPP that all these businesses got, that money has been fucking spent. So if they can get by by syndicating Ryan Seacrest or syndicating Tino Cochino or syndicating Brooke and Jubal or I'm sorry, Brooke and Jeffrey and syndicating the Jubal Fresh show and syndicating Mojo in the morning, that's what these radio stations are going to do. So we as creatives and I'm talking to people now again, I'm doing content for me. Sorry. But we as creatives in, in, in this radio world in the fucking industry that we chose, which is so fucking cutthroat. You know, people like me, guys like me, we're just going to have to bite our time. And you know what? Here's another thing. I'll be completely honest. I had to get over my insane amount of jealousy towards some people. And it wasn't just anyone in particular. It wasn't I was jealous at Jubal's listeners or I was jealous at Mojo's listeners or my buddy Jello, who's still doing a show in Detroit. I wasn't jealous at him. I wasn't jealous that he had listeners. I was jealous that he had a job. I was jealous that he could still do what he loved every single day. And I needed to get to a place where I'm not angry at them anymore. It's not them that I have to be mad at. It's not myself that I have to be mad at. This is a once in a century pandemic. And it just so happened to hit as I was building a career. So no, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep doing what I do, which is getting behind a microphone and trying to put out content. And if you like it and you dig it, cool. Like and subscribe, please. It'll make my fucking day. I'm just blessed that maybe one person will listen to this. But I don't know when I'm getting back to radio. Would I love to? Absolutely. But it's going to be on my terms. And we in radio, you know, again, I'm creating content for one. And I got to fucking remind myself of that. But again, people in radio, we need to stop eating these shit sandwiches that these companies give us. We really do need to start demanding a more livable wage. We do. We simply do. Especially people like me who are in these smaller markets that got clipped because of COVID. You know, full disclosure, I was making $32,000 a year. It was enough to pay my rent, eat three meals a day, and pay my bills. And that was cool for me. And it was good because I finally broke through 
after all of that shit that I went through in Detroit, I finally broke through. Finally. And it was okay because I was doing what I loved every day. The money was inconsequential. But really, we really need to start taking a look in the mirror and saying, what am I worth as a human being? Am I really worth $32,000 to these people? Or am I worth you? What you gonna do, Jerry? Congratulations, you're still my agent. These companies aren't gonna change until we start demanding change. So, you know, I'm gonna try and get as many radio people on. I'd love to have Jello on. I'd love to have my my boy Janelle from, from Detroit on. I'd love to have a couple of guys that I knew from in, in Detroit on. And even out here, I'm gonna have Rika on the pod. It's coming, promise. And we're gonna sit down and we're gonna talk about all this. But, you know, I just think that I really missed creating content. I really did. And when you're going through some traumatic shit, sometimes in life, it's just best to take time and heal. It's like going through a bad breakup, you know? So I don't know if I'll ever get back to radio. But the one thing I can do is this. I can do a podcast. And I can control what I say on the podcast. I can control how much fun I have on the podcast. I can do whatever I want here. This is my space. And I'm going to treat it as such. So I hope you like it. I hope that you guys really dig the content that I'm going to put out there. I promise you I'm going to get more creative. I think I'm going to add like funny commercial breaks in where I'm doing spoofs and stuff like that. Because I miss writing funny radio. I miss that. And like I said, when you're going through some traumatic shit, it's best to just take some time. So I think I'm done taking time. I think I'm healed. I'd like to think I'm healed from whatever happened to me out here, out west in Washington. And we're going to move forward. 2021 is going to be our year. So I think this is a good spot to end. Um, I don't know how the fuck you end a podcast. I've never really done a podcast (laughs) before. Uh, I've, you know, chopped up audio bits (laughs) from an actual radio show that I did and put them together as a podcast, but I've never actually ended one. So maybe I'll come up with like a funny ending, like a little, like a little jingle or something. I don't know, but I appreciate you guys listening. We'll see you next episode.